Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of Solo A Thought, where we talk about those late night thoughts that don't let you sleep at night. My name is my name is Lin Yao, your host, and today we are going to talk about kanji. Now, for those who don't know what is kanji, some people call it porridge uh, or rice porridge. It's basically a mixture of overcooked white rice, or it can be any kind of rice. I think in this situation, in you know, in Taiwan, we use white rice in general, and uh, we oversaturate it, or in this case, we add a lot of water, and you have this soupy mixture of uh, soft, overcooked rice, which has the consistency of oatmeal, but sometimes a little bit more watery. And well, in Taiwan, we had add a little like it's and bits of uh, sweet potato, so it has a little bit more taste. And that's the kanji we uh, tend to consume here. Now, why I want to talk about kanji, it's because I've been uh, frequently visiting or frequently frequently eating at this uh, buffet, uh, vegetarian buffet, and basically um, almost for a year. And I've been noticing that uh, because they offer three kinds of rice, first one uh, it's the white rice and the second one, it's some sort of brown rice with grains mixed together and the third one is kanji with you know kanji with sweet potato and I'm the one who actually when I eat I tend to look at everybody and I start to just you know I'm pretty bored I don't want I don't want to look at my phone because I think it's pretty rude to have your phone while you eat and you know, I think it takes a lot of the the enjoyment out of uh, eating, and you know, that's not my thing. So uh, while I was just noticing, or while I was like watching everybody, I I noticed this trend that in Taiwan actually kanji is quite popular. I thought to myself, well, you know, if you had three choices, um, you know, in an ideal world, you have. 33, 33, 33, the percentage will be one-third uh, to each. But I noticed that this proportion on in favor of kanji. So that got me into thinking, like, what is it that kanji is so attractive? Why in Asia we tend to favor kanji uh, compared to, say, white rice or, uh, or brown rice? given the option and it was this was like free choice you know it's, it's, it's a vegetarian buffet you get your vegetables here and there and you know you you can choose whatever you want and why given that like given that freedom of, of that choice and everything why they they opted for the the in my opinion is like it's the less tastiest. Like it's the less tasty one. It's the least. I'm sorry. It's the least tasty one out of those three. It's watery, and I, I, we used to eat it. I think it's a very popular, uh, at least uh, throughout the whole country. It's very popular for, uh, excuse me, um, for breakfast. Actually, people eat a lot of kanji, or, or it's very traditional to consume kanji in the morning. And to me, it was more like, I don't like to just have a hot, hot mixture of 
porridge in the morning, and I had that when when I was doing my military service because, of course, that was offered, and you know, you have to eat breakfast and such. So it's very traditional, and apart from the culture and everything. I said to myself, well, maybe it's because of the tradition of of ha- being here in Asia and being exposed to to this culture, and and yeah, sure, you know, or maybe because the older, the elderly, they they don't have good teeth and they don't want to chew much, but then it, it didn't make sense. That theory didn't make sense because they they chose a lot of like very fibrous vegetables in which you you had to chew to consume those. So. Uh, and pair that with kanji that that, that didn't make sense. So mm, that got me to thinking. But instead of thinking, I I I I said, yeah, why why not give it a try? You know, I've been opting for the brown rice, you know, for for a year. Like I mean, just you know, out of curiosity, what is or maybe that kanji at that specific uh, place was especially good. Who knows? So I um. I, I said like, yeah, what the hell? Just give, give me one, one bowl of of kanji. Let me just try with my food. And the feeling I got, the moment the kanji touched my lips, I can feel it in my mouth was very comforting. You know, after a long day of work, it was. I think I had dinner at that time. It was um, six. 6 p.m. I know for those out there、uh, listening, that's crazy <laughs> having your dinner at 6 p.m. But bear with me. After a long day of work, and you have this this warm feeling, it was very comforting. And at that moment, I understood the concept of comfort food, because it wasn't because. It was physically warm. Maybe that had to do, you know, most most of it. But that warmth, that psychological warmth that that food gave me at that moment was, man, I I feel safe. I feel protected. I feel I won't say at home, but at any other instances. Well, I tried like prior to that instance, prior to that experience, I, I didn't have that. I didn't have that. In, in not not in the morning, not during lunch, no nothing. So that was a very eye-opening experience. So, so I I said to myself, well,、uh, that has to do with something. That has to do maybe psychologically speaking. We had to. It has to do with with、uh, God knows.、Uh, <laughs> so I went to the internet as any human, as any normal person would do, and I start to read about the、uh, the Freudian stages of the infants. So the first stage is the oral oral stage, and then you have the anal phase, and then the genital phase. So I, I just skimmed through it、uh, really quick, and what caught me was the oral stage, in which is. The moment, or or it's in the period in which the kid is actually using、uh, his mouth to pleasure. So this is the moment, and this is the period of time. I think it's around like zero to one year of being born, when it, the baby is used to sucking, and it takes pleasure 
out of uh, or from his mouth. So I was like, hmm, okay, does it have to do? So according to this theory, it says that the infant neglected uh, who or over uh, or over no over nursed or being over nursed, the infant who is neglected or who is overprotected, overfed or underfed. Uh, might become orally fixated person said the said oral stage fixation might have two effects one the neglected neglected child might become a psychological dependent adult continually seeking the oral stimulation denied in infancy thereby becoming a manipulative person in fulfilling his or her needs wow rather than maturing to independence and the second one is the overprotected child might resist maturation and return to dependence upon others in fulfilling his or her needs. So um, theoretically, you know, like smoking or being very talkative or continual like oral stimulation as of eating and chewing objects and even alcoholism can be psychological symptoms from this oral fixation. And that got me into thinking, well, some people smoke, some people chew gum and, and such, bite nails if you become an oral, orally fixated person. And I thought to myself, well, I mean, I guess I do have some, like, oral problems. And not in the sense of hygiene, but in the sense of I, I've, I've noticed that I, I grind my teeth at night. You know, I don't know if it's stress or maybe it's genetical. Uh, it's just from genetics or, or whatnot. But I think that maybe as, you know, Asians or, or uh, I think it doesn't have to do much with Asians specifically. But anyone who wants to give this hot soup or hot porridge a try... I think it can, I mean, at least to me, it worked. It gave me some sort of comfort at that moment. So I thought to myself, like, well, I guess I guess this is one of the reasons people eat uh, kanji. It may sound a little bit too loose, a little bit very, very subjective. Of course, it's subjective, but... You know what? I think this is this opens up a very interesting conversation. I mean, like it sometimes it doesn't really have to do with, you know, we we it's it is popular because it's traditionally here, but what I want to lay down is well, people who subconsciously choose it may actually seek comfort from that meal specifically. And hell, it doesn't even have to be kanji, I think. It's sometimes people find comfort in food in such many ways. I just want to say that kanji may be the... the in, in a way, it just woke up something within me. You know, something that I didn't... Wow, you know, it will give me... At that moment, maybe, maybe the planets align at that time. Who knows? So I'll give that thought to you guys. What do you think? Do you have any um, a- any food that comforts you uh, specifically, or anything that makes you uh, feel protected, makes you feel warmth? Not specifically because of the the temperature of the food itself. 
So I'll leave you with that thought in mind. And this is the episode for today. My name is Lin Yao. And see you on the next episode. Bye-bye.